This is The Insecurity Project. If you are looking to solve the insecurity problem in your life, rather than just manage it, mask it or medicate it, you have come to the right place. This is the home of high-quality content and conversations about how to overcome insecurity. If you can do that, it's not just good for you, it's not just good for your friends and family, it's good for the world, so it's kind of important. There's some work to do here, but let's go do this work together. Now on to today's show. Hello, good people of Insecurity Project World. It's Jamin here, it's 10 Minute Tuesday time. Today, it's the importance of having bad days. Not only are bad days inevitable, uh, not only are they necessary, they are important. They are a vital part of a healthy lifestyle. And that's a revelation. When I got my head around that, it certainly changed my life in a significant way. Um, I, I think there are many people that don't give themselves any kind of permission to have bad days. Uh, positivity is king performance is everything and identity is really tied up in both those two things so it's very personal if they feel feel like a bad day is happening to them or they're experiencing you know being flat or unproductive it's it's very personal it's a reflection of them um you know as i as i say all the time people are not afraid of failure or rejection it's the implications of those things so um, I think there's a general fear about bad days and the implications of a bad day. If I'm having a bad day, I must be a bad person. So obviously this ties in with insecurity really, really, uh, really closely. Um, important subject. I think sometimes people imagine that if they were to follow my life that I'm super consistent and I'm always positive and always full of energy. Uh, that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, most, most days I've got bipolar uh all over the place um but i've never really prided myself on consistency once i learned that in once i learned the importance of having bad days um like i i have fun with bad days really there, there are days where i'm just stuffing around like really unproductive unmotivated waste time eat junk food go to bed late <laughs> like it's no it's not pretty but but i in the process of that I, there is no judgment. I just enjoy that experience because I, I've realized a long time ago that uh, mountaintop experiences are very, very important to me. I like ecstasy, excitement, wonder, beauty, transcendence, times of flow. Like I, I couldn't live without those things. So I worked out a fair while ago that mountaintops require valleys. So if you want to have consistency, then it's like taking a bulldozer to the bulldozer to the landscape and making it all flat um so sure you mightn't have bad days but then you rule out good days as well so that's not going to work for me so yeah i'm not consistent at all um you know you know but i, I want to show you how this works because i think there's a really important distinction and some some keys to understand how to do this well because if you can if you can understand this it makes it so much easier to give yourself permission to have bad days and and you know me this is all about permission um, all about this internal reference point. So much about the insecurity project work, fully becoming an adult, is developing this internal reference system where you check in with yourself, where you work out how to make these decisions that are good for you, not because someone else tells you or someone else says it's okay, uh, but you say it's okay. So for you to say it's okay to have a bad day will be, will be an important growth journey. Um, cool. So, so here's, here's three things that I think you'll find useful in applying bad days to your life. 
even that just sounds fun. <laughs> just <laughs> the personal development industry is so lightweight and fluffy and tiring, so tiring. I don't know if you get tired listening to the constant stream of positive hoo-ha. Um, not everything is positive. Not everything needs to be positive. Three things. <clears throat> the first thing is uh, you're going to carry a pair of scissors with you. Um, I remember, you know, I've, I've run my whole life. I, that's, I tell stories about running all the time. I'm quite ambitious in running. Um, I've officially retired from competitive running in this season of my life and have transferred my ambition to my entrepreneurial endeavours and book writing and such things. Uh, but, but one of the most useful bits of advice I was ever given in running was to take a pair of scissors with you, which seemed strange at the time. Um, but scissors are really important because you've got to run your own race. And that's hard to do when you're um, in a pack of runners who are, you know, some are going fast at the start, um, some get caught up in the atmosphere and um, the adrenaline of the experience. And so if you attach your performance to someone else, you get caught up into their race and it can throw your whole race off. So I've always visualized having this pair of scissors. So someone's running in front of me and I just visually cut the cord that links me to them. So I'm not attached to them so they can go forward. Uh, or back and I'm just, I'm going to run my race. I'm going to keep listening and checking into myself. Um, so carrying a pair of scissors with you in life, there are so many cords to cut. Um, again, another key element of the adult work is being internally referenced rather than external. So all the external ways you validate your existence and prove you're a good person um, is one by one, take the scissors and just cut those cords. So uh, in, in relation to bad days, the cord that you're cutting is the link between your identity and your performance. So that's, that's really key because if you are your performance, you can't afford to have bad days because a bad day means you're a bad person. So what if good days or bad days didn't change who you were? Like there was nothing to prove. So giving yourself the freedom to be solid in your identity, doing the insecurity work, showing up secure in who you are, detaching that from performance means then you get to show up, show up and give because you want to, not because you have to. Um, I promise you the people who do the most wonderful work in life do so because they want to, not because they have to. There, there is nothing to prove. That's a theme that you'll hear me talk about all the time. So that those scissors become super useful. Just to imagine you've got them in your pocket and just Keep cutting that cord. I am not what I do. I am not what I can achieve. I'm not what others think about me. I'm not. None of those things could ever define who I am as a human being. Uh, the second thing is that uh, the key is to manage your energy rather than your time. Uh, there's lots of stuff about time management. You know, um, I, I, you know, get, <laughs> I get. Uh, a good laugh out of posts talking about the number of seconds we get given as human beings. And sometimes it's, it's shown diagrammatically visually by M&Ms or Smarties and uh, colors. And so this is the amount of Smarties you get and you're going to use them all up. You're going to use this many up sleeping. You're going to use this many up on the toilet. You're going to use this many up driving your car. And so all these, this scarcity, this feeling of, Oh my goodness, my time is running out. I don't have enough time. I need more time. Time is so precious. I can never get my time back. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure that time management really produces anything other than more effort and energy and focus. And it works well for a young person, I think. But the older you get, um, focusing on how little time you have, I think it just produces fear. 
Uh, and it turns out not to be useful at all because if your energy and your, or your state isn't great, you could have all the time in the world, but you don't have access to the magic. So that time is useless. Um, I, I had this mantra that give me 15 minutes in the game in peak state and look out. Um, that has served me so well over the years because it just takes all the pressure off. It's like time is irrelevant. I don't need time. I just need energy. And if I just need energy, well, energy is neither created nor destroyed, just transferred. Uh, the law of conservation of energy for those physics students at home. But basically, you can't steal from Peter to pay Paul. There's a finite amount of energy. If you use it all up today by staying up late, smashing Red Bulls uh, to get a project done, you can't back that up tomorrow. Well, maybe you can tomorrow, but you can't back it up the next day. Like you're using tomorrow's energy today. So to think that you can maintain this peak level of performance 24-7 is ridiculous. It's not, not – sporters, sporters, sports stars don't think like that. Um, they have a, an off-season, a pre-season, a main season and finals. Um, and even then, they're only playing for 90 minutes in a week. The rest of the time, what are they doing? They're not trying to be at their best at all times. That's a ridiculous idea. You do not need to be bouncing off the walls, positive, always happy. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, so this idea of learning to manage your energy, learning to see what gives you life and what takes life away, and learning to understand the nuance of, of the rhythms of energy management in your life and just, just seeing how valuable energy is against time uh, that's that's the second thing. The third thing is uh, that you know the real the real aim of peak performance is being able to answer this question confidently. Can you be at your best where it matters most? So uh, the fear around giving yourself permission to have bad days is that you'll be slack, you'll be lazy, you'll give up, you won't achieve anything, you'll just drop the standards. That's not what I'm talking about at all. And um, the confidence that that really underpins permission for bad days is that you know deep in your being that you can, you do have the ability to course correct and get back in the game when you need it most. So not everything is grand final, is a grand final. Not everything is high pressure. Not everything matters on the same level. You do not need to be at your best at all times. But the point is, can you, can you be at your best when it matters most? Do you have the capacity to get back in the game now, if you're full of judgment, beating yourself up, frustrated that you're having a bad day, you, you get like, it takes you so long to get back on track because you're frustrated. Oh my goodness, why am I so unmotivated today? I should be doing better than I am. And like, it's just, you're so annoyed at your own performance that the judgment creates this angst internally. Sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's two weeks, sometimes it's a month before you course correct and get back in the game. Um, one of the most useful metaphors around this was uh, given to me by a psychologist friend who told me that rocket ships going to Mars are only on track 3% of the time. The rest of the time, they're course correcting. Micro adjustments. They're clear about where they want to be, noticing they get bumped off course all the time, making necessary micro adjust adjustments to get back on track. Such a useful metaphor just to go, yeah, we won't be at our best all the time. We're getting knocked off track all the time. But if you cannot fuss about it, not judge yourself and uh, develop the capacity to get back on track quickly and easily. Well, then when the key moments show up, you can, you can show up at your best. So the whole insecurity project is about helping people be at their best where it matters most. So obviously this requires some deep work as well, but there are three key ideas that uh, my, my intention is to shift the, the needle on 
your philosophy of bad days and, and to see that they are a gift, they are important, they are a central part of energy management, um, they are a central part of detaching your identity from your performance, they are a central part of the experience of mountaintops because you need valleys and, and they are a central part of being a human being. We don't just have positive emotions, we have negative ones as well. They're all part of the experience, they all are rich. Sometimes the bad days are the ones that teach us the most it's through our pain, our dis- disappointment, our frustrations, our failures that we stop and take stock, that we listen, that we review the things that aren't working. We make the changes. So they are so important to not judge yourself and allow yourself to have low days, bad days, frustrating days, boring days, ineffective days, and to have fun with those. I hope that's useful. Uh, as always, there's resources coming out. Uh, you know, the two books, the, the Unhindered book and the One Minute Coach book, very close to being on the shelves. The Unhindered short course, um, and when when you're ready, the Unhindered experience. Send me a, an email if you've got any questions about this. If you've got any topics you'd like me to cover for Ten Minute Tuesday, and I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project. The aim of the game is to show up to life unhindered by doubt, fear and insecurity so that you can be at your best where it matters most. Now, if you're ready to begin the work of becoming unhindered in your life, the Unhindered Short Course is an eight-part video series designed to help you do exactly that. And at only $99 for a limited time, it's an offer too good to refuse. For more information, go to theinsecurityproject.com. 